What is going on, everybody? Welcome in. Feeling refreshed. We had a week off last week, but we're back in with my good buddy. Now, he's actually breaking records right now for the Zach Sports Podcast. First guy to come on for a second time. We got Logan Polite. Logan, baby. We're back, baby. We're solid, man. We're we're heading in this fantasy, my first year of fantasy baseball. Um, man, we're feeling good today, boys. That was my nephew's first T-ball game today. We we are level-headed. Yeah, that, that's um, him in the background, too. Beers. Absolutely. MVP's in the background. Uh, oh, he's raking. I can just tell. <laughs> Absolutely. His OPS has to be over 1,000. It is 1,000. Four for four today, baby. Oh, four for four. Unit. absolute unit. <laughs> but all right so on today's podcast but before we fully get into it be sure to follow us on social media you can find me at zach rigger 18 uh zach sports at zach sports hq putting out some plays today plays have been pretty nice yesterday they weren't very good today they've been pretty good logan give your uh, social media out there let the people know where to find you man uh find me on uh instagram at logan jp1 uh, follow me on there. Uh, Twitter, I have not been active. I'm going to start getting back on the Twitter game. I need to start following following that up. Yeah, so I, I, tagged, my... I tagged you in all the posts last time, and you didn't retweet <laughs> or like or anything. Dude, I know. I got to get better <laughs> with that. I've, I've been lacking, man, ever since uh, ever since the college scenery, dude. I'm just I'm like, man, this social media stuff's for the birds. But, no, I need to get back on that. I'm going to have to start getting on my social media grind. I'm for on the sure. TikToks. We send, we send each other some uh, funny TikToks oh, back and forth. Oh, we but. got that. For sure. And Zach Sports HQ, we're growing on TikTok as well. Actually, oh, not absolutely. really, because I haven't posted a TikTok in a few <laughs> weeks. But you know what? We're, we're on it. I don't like posting the daily plays there because most of the views. No, it's weird. Yeah, most of the plays or like most of the views come after the plays have already been had. And it's like all these guys are just copying. Oh, great play there. Well, yeah, in hindsight. You know, thanks yeah, exactly. For, like and TikTok I, I itself. Post plays. It's so it's so filled with it's so hard to to reach out to a community because it's just so full of people, man. There's so many people on that app. You never really know how or how like to reach out to a large quantity of people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You see, TikTok was not one of the things I thought we would be discussing here, but here we are. Here we are. We're in the pod. The rambles have, you've had a few beers. I've got a little whiskey in me. It's going to be a good episode. <laughs> we get on some rants, baby. We get on some rants. So today for sure, you know, I cannot promise. Actually, I think that's one of the things I can promise you is we will have some more rants today. But besides Absolutely. the rants, uh, we got some Julio talk. Going to talk a little baseball. Love Julio talk. Yeah, Julio, best wide receiver in the game. Uh, potentially come to the best team in the league. You know, we'll see. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll get, that some, get, get some MLB talk, you know, that the no-hitters have been crazy. Will there be a perfect game? Uh, some overperformers, some underperformers, uh, the whole hat substance thing. That's been huge. That's happened today. So Unwritten rules of baseball. Yeah, unwritten rules. We, we got a lot to talk about, and that's even without the Rams. So we'll try to get it done within an hour. No promises there. We'll see what uh, we can do. So let, let's dive on in. Let's get some Julio talk going. I love me so, some Julio talk, Julio, man. Let's start. This is a betting podcast, and yes, I'll get more into my bets later. Right. Uh, but as of now, let's just start Julio talk. But just some odds from FanDuel on where he will play next year because it's not okay. going to be Atlanta. Do you want to do you want to do this of where you? I, I want to say let's do where we see him going and where we, he would li- where we would like him to go. 
Well, my I think I, I I think your answer is the same. I think my my side of the story would be two different answers. Yeah. All right. So let's just go with that. I'll read through these odds, then we'll get to that. Uh, right, so okay. these this uh, plus one seventy five to my Tennessee Titans. Maybe we'll talk about them in a little bit. Uh, plus two fifty for Atlanta. That's a bad bet. Plus five hundred to the New England. Plus seven fifty to the Niners. Plus seven fifty to the Washington Football Team. 850 to the Cardinals. And then we'll end it after this one. Plus 950 to the Raiders. Those are the top tier ones. Odds at FanDuel. Uh, as I've been foreshadowing this entire time, I think he's come to the Tennessee Titans. They're the favorite. FanDuel, Vegas, they know something. And who am I they to do. argue with Vegas, man? I can't the, do you it. Can't. You can't. Especially as man. a Titans fan, that's I'm not even starting with that. I'm starting That'd be with silly. the Vegas thing. It'd be but, silly. Yeah, so for sure, where I want them, Julio, one of my favorite receivers, possibly ever. Ever, I mean, he's my top, like hey, he's my guy. I I, I was all this... aboard the Julio over Antonio Brown debate whenever that was. I just I'm a Julio guy. He's got the height. The only thing he's lacking is the touchdowns, and that's all on Matt Ryan. So exactly, I, Matt, I'm not blaming Matt him Ryan's, on that. Matt Ryan to me is is that guy is always going to get you the yardage throughout the season, and Let's be honest here. People that try and say that Julio isn't top five, if you look at Julio Jones's numbers when this man is healthy, when he is – like if he is and when he is healthy, dude, he, he literally changes the game. He had a 300-yard game a couple years ago. He dictates the game. Who has a 300-yard game? I mean, Tyreek Hill <laughs> almost had one last, last season. Yeah, in two, a half. Was it, <laughs> a two, yeah, 259. And then we come out and just get absolutely boned. By the Buccaneers, dude. Doesn't do get absolutely nothing. <laughs> no, doesn't get a single target. Oh, my gosh. But, anyway, back to the Julio talk. Absolutely, 100%, the, probably the most dominant player at the wide receiver position, at least top three. And if you don't think so, you you just don't have any sort of knowledge of the game. Because yeah. <laughs> I watched – you must uh, – dude, you have to watch uh, Ballers by Brandon Marshall. They talk about every DB that's been on there. They say the most dominant – the most scary person to watch on film in one-on-one is Julio Jones. Has to and be. it's not even close. He's, Height, weight, he, speed, ball skill, like – Red zone target. Everything. He's got everything. He's, he's literally the full package. So, yeah. But so with going back to the Titans now, you throw him in there with an already great offense. You have Tannehill, who I will defend Tannehill till I die. He's been awesome for us because he doesn't have dude, to be the main guy. You have Henry there. A.J. Brown, so this happy. is his year to – explode then you throw a lot of people have him breaking out a lot of people have him breaking out yeah aj brown has already gone out and said that like julio jones is his favorite receiver a couple years ago they played the falcons in atlanta and he was wearing a julio jones jersey pre-game like a lot of speculation it was awesome he made a tiktok today going back to tiktok (laughs) he literally made a tiktok today trying to recruit julio jones i (laughs) love it so there's a lot of can you imagine that offense? Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. That's why, after all this talk with Julio, man, I, I don't think uh, Titan fans could be too mad about letting Corey Davis go. Oh, not I think at all. that I think he was going to ask for a little bit too much, and, you know, you're catching a like possibly the most dominant receiver in the league at the end of his career, wanting to go to a Super Bowl contending team, which I believe the Titans are. They just have yeah. a few missing He said goals. it, not me. 
as a Kansas City Chiefs fan, no bandwagon, no bandwagon. I know oh, all bandwagon. Oh, this is a biased <laughs> podcast, baby. Hundred <laughs> percent biases over here, baby. But that I think the Titans are just a few missing pieces away from actually contending it's on, about the against every team. If it's we can get defense. our defense going, hopefully Bud Dupree can do some damage to Norse Jenkins, uh, Caleb Farley, who we got in the first round. And you see, I love that I pick. Thought, Dude, I thought they were getting Elijah Moore. I was all on board getting Elijah Moore. And they didn't do that. So that has to mean it's Julio. Like, all directions are pointing. We gave him our head coach. You know, they just signed Tajay Sharp, who was on the Titans forever. So I think Tajay Sharp, Arthur Smith for Julio, I think that's a fair deal in itself, you know? Like, I mean, what can I say? <laughs> How can you not? There? Like, that sounds like the dream for an organization <laughs> that anybody would be wanting to take. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you our offensive coordinator to make head coach. You give us your top five. And we'll give you the most like 10, dominant player. Yeah, top 10 all-time wide receiver. Just, here you go. <laughs> here you go. There. Speaking of that. No, I love it. I, I think he's being very undervalued. Um, I think the reason that he, the undervalue is getting like shoved towards his way is because of the speculation and the uncertainty of where he's going to go. Um, because I think if he stays with Atlanta, man, I don't know. I'm not a big believer in Matt Ryan this season. No, not at all. Uh, uh, the, the Atlanta Falcons are just a big question mark to me. Um, that's why I think Kyle Pitts is getting overvalued a lot. Um, because it, it put, put Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Kyle Pitts. You're sharing those touches with Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, I think there's a lot of overvalue. But let's say if uh, Julio Jones has moved on. Kyle Pitts is going to be nice. They're Kyle Pitts is going to be nice. Arthur Smith is great at calling plays. I've and seen that's it. where – that's I've another thing why I said Julio is gone. Because Kyle Pitts that. isn't just a tight end. They said this dude – he's just the, literally the biggest versatile weapon. You can play him on the line at tight end, move him out to the slot. He can do everything. Yeah. So – let, let's get it to yours. I said mine. Mine's the same. I think he's going to the Titans. I want him to go to the Titans. Uh, even though a couple weeks ago I tweeted out, just stop getting your hopes up. It's not going to happen. But right. I, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> every day something All comes the out. Arrows. Every All day the arrows something comes out. And I'm just like, man. So I'm starting to get on board where, you know, he might actually be a Titan. So where are you? Where do you think he's going to go? Where do you want him to go? And why is Tennessee Titans the answer? So <laughs> where, where I want him to go, I want him to go to, uh, I want him to go to the Titans where I have place. I could see him landing. That's why I invited him on the podcast folks. Where I could see him going is, is the chargers. I think, I think that chargers offense is really looking for another weapon because you have you have Keenan Allen, who is an elite separator. He gets off. He gets off the line. He creates separation. He gets those uh, yards after catch. But they don't. You know uh, what's uh, Williams? Mike Williams Mike never Williams. turned out to be that get up, go get the ball type receiver. You see, he does it maybe once a game. I was going to say actually, I think that's exactly what he is. But but that, that's really all he level. is because exactly. no, no, he does it, but then he gets hurt, falling to the ground. Exactly. And then he goes back. So that's exactly what he does. He is the go up and get it guy. But right. That's it. <laughs> that, that's all. That's I think that's all he really has to offer the game. I don't think the Chargers, they're starting to see like, man, he's not really developing. And then somebody like Julio Jones starts to come to the market. And then you have a potential MVP out of Justin Herbert. And you're rebuilding. They rebuilt the O-line. They added what they needed to. They're going to protect their young QB. So here that's they are. They're like, man, 
how else can we help this offense? And then you see some one of the best wide receivers in this decade hit the hit the market. I think they'd be stupid not to target him. No, I do like that. And that actually they might be my like top team that I would want them to go to if he does not go to the Titans. Just right. Because the Chargers defense, people forget because last year they had a million injuries. Chargers defense is good. Nice. Very good. Very, Very good. good. Derwin James, Joey Bosa. Like that's another dude. I wish Derwin James could stay healthy, dude. He could be the He's top. So good. He could be the top safety in the game. He yeah. just cannot stay. And he, off. yeah, you can put him everywhere. So their defense is good. Justin Herbert was insane last year, and will Loved only it. grow because they built they solidified their offensive line. That was the only thing they really had to do. Then I loved Justin Herbert's play Keenan last Allen, year. Man. Keenan Allen and Julio Jones is insane with Mike Williams whenever he's healthy. With right. Austin Eckler coming out of the backfield, Justin right. Herbert can throw it to anyone anywhere on the field. And nine times out of ten, some charger is going to come down. Something's happening. Like, he's made. He's the biggest. He's an improviser, dude. He reminds me a lot of like a lot of people doubted him. You know, coming out of college, they had yeah, a lot of a lot I, of hype I, under one everyone of the, else. One of the funniest tweets I saw. What and this was like peak Justin Herbert last year when he was just throwing bombs. Someone said Oregon really had this guy throwing screen passes at 9 p.m. Yeah. yeah. On Friday nights. <laughs> like, yeah, this, this dude, his whole college team was him catching the ball, throwing those screen there, screen there, because it's Oregon. How dumb can you? Th- it's Oregon. It's like, and this dude just threw the ball 70 yards in his pro day, and now he's Who- swinging in the <laughs> NFL. <laughs> Who whose last big prospect besides Justin Herbert has Oregon had? Marcus uh, Mariota. I, I, I was gonna say as a fan, I don't really want to talk about. It. I kind of want to talk about, it, but I don't really want to talk about no, it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> you know what? I still like Marcus Mariota. You know what? I'll say. I, I, I still, still like. Do. I respect I have, him. I, I wish him love well. For that man, I do. <laughs> Watching him at Oregon, man, was it was amazing. I loved Mariota yes. at Oregon. Oh, I loved him at Oregon and. You know, he was a big part in turning the franchise around because the Titans were awful. Awful. Absolutely awful. Like three win seasons, two win seasons. Absolutely awful. Marietta was a big part of the turnaround, but he just he, – he I don't quite do it. He got us to relevancy, and then Tanhill took over and excelled. I, and that's another thing why people – I don't think a lot of people understand about schemes and – player placement inside the NFL, man, it's huge. It's everything. It's absolutely, it's absolutely everything. You put Tannehill in an offense where he with gets Adam time Gase. to pass with Adam Gase. He gets, you know, he gets time to pass. He gets, he has a good pocket presence. And then you give him like two good receivers. You get his ass out of Miami. You give him Corey Davis and AJ Brown and all this and John U. Smith. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, Tannehill is a pretty decent quarterback. Well, yeah. He always has been he and, was just and stuck in Miami when they were a huge shithole. Yeah. So, something with Tannehill too. He was a wide receiver most of college. He was a st- at Texas A&M. He started right. quarterback one year. And so he starts one year. He was a project coming into it. You don't start a project with Adam Gase. And no. all of a sudden it's like, oh, this guy's a bust. It's like, well, give him some time. You know, he's still learning how to play quarterback. And now exactly. all of a sudden he's got it now where he doesn't have to be the guy. He doesn't have to throw it 50 times no. a game. And that's why I love him. 30. And right. Just be super efficient, be smart. He's He's got a ton of talent in between the ears and right. enough mobility, enough arm strength. Like, he's going to be – he's great. I don't – I don't – I think Ryan Tannehill is not one of those quarterbacks where you expect these all crazy 
roll out of the pocket, 60 yards, 70 yards downfield, accurate passes. Ryan Tannehill is that quarterback I feel like just does those little things right throughout the game. He manages the game well. And I think he just ended up being a perfect fit for you guys. So, 100%. So, on. Right. so the Chargers and the Titans are the top tier guys. I want to check. The- I think so. I want to see. I if think the Chargers so. They're on. The Chargers not even on here. I like it off the board. Fan duel. I just complimented you, but now you don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to say, go take a slight break here. Not really, because we're looking. Gotta see how the Knicks are doing. The Knicks won 101-92 for no go. day betting, which is Let's fantastic. Go. Dude, do you know what one of the worst things about like posting picks is? What's that? So hear me out. So Monday I go two, two, and one. I get one. So pretty good day. Come out positive because one of my wins was plus odds. So I win like uh like half a unit up. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm on the road as I am for work and I'm driving and I'm like, I'm, I haven't like posted a video of me explaining my picks in a while. So I'm right. going to do it. I post a video, give my reasonings, stand by my reasonings for my picks. I go. Oh, and four or <laughs> yesterday. Oh, and then no. today, today I make my picks, no video. I just put the picks out there. I go four and no today. Like, I can't do the videos, man. Like, is that too much reasoning, too much thought? Like, what's going on? It puts that unneeded pressure, man. It, just, it, it might make you, like, overthink it. I don't know. Like, like you guys, you uh, you and the boys have always been into sports betting. I don't. I don't know why. No, I know. I, the first, went, second time guess is anti-gambling. Exactly. Not, not, not necessarily anti-gambling. Anti-him <laughs> gambling. <laughs> and another, another, another thought for the boys is that there is no funnier feeling than watching your buddies lose money. It is the funniest shit you could sit back and watch uh, an see, experience that me and it, it uh, hurts. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts you guys. But when you, it hurts when you're like on the me, watch when you're like being watched. But when you're watching, like we were at the Nino. The other oh, day. with the Nino and our boy Caleb lost to like 50 bucks. And, oh, you just seen the sadness run down his face. You just see it. And he's one of the most expressive guys we know. So when he's pissed, you know it. It's fantastic. Absolutely hilarious. But, man, 4-0 today. We're back on the right track. So I guess I can't do those videos anymore. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a shame. I thought it was a good video. I was jamming out to Good For You absolute bop of a song the vibes were the vibes were immaculate the, the, the vibes it. were there the reasoning the rays were on an 11 game winning streak for five no against the spread playing the royals who had brad keller on the mound was a <laughs> six something era booty cheeks and they lose two to one it's like such a tragedy. Bro, what <laughs> such a tragedy you see that was yeah so i'm saying i put my reasoning out there it was a nice video we were happy on the road it was sunny and then Oh and four day today, four no. Unbelievable. Oh, I had I had Cardinals, uh Cardinals, White Sox. I, I'll do my reasonings now because you know I've already won. Plug it, baby. Yeah. So Cardinals, White Sox, first five under. I got them at under five. Uh that the final score was four nothing. It was one nothing after five innings. So that was an easy lock with Rodon and Gann on the mound. That was pretty easy. The Cardinals committed so many errors yesterday. There was no way. They were going to do that again. Uh, and then with just injuries, they just don't have the best lineup. Our so outfield was, cannot was, stay healthy. Let's see. The Islanders, I got them. It was Islanders, Penguins. 
Uh, Islanders were home up three, two in hockey. I was like, I'm just gonna go with the home team. They were both minus one ten. So I was like, I'm just gonna go with the home team. Feeling good about the Islanders. They were down three, two in the second. I was like, shit. And then all of a sudden one, five, three. So, you know, it is what it is. No flex. It doesn't matter. Uh, The Tigers (laughs) who I was watching right before we recorded Tristan McKenzie on the Indians has been awful. Turns out he pitches great today. It was 0-0 heading into the eighth. Bottom of the eighth, the Tigers get – well, the Tigers have been close, and I'm like, I'm going to fade Tristan McKenzie. And I'm like, you know what? The Tigers hit a uh, a sack fly in the bottom of the eighth, and they won the game 1-0. I was watching that right before this, and then I had Knicks minus two because there there was no way they were going down 0-2 both at home, and then they just won by more than two. So. Four no, I can say my picks now. Woo, we're back. Solid. But we're there, back. I've been dead even this entire week. I went two two and one on Monday. I went zero oh, and four yesterday. I went four and zero oh today. That's good. Dead even, dude. <laughs> dead even. We gotta take them victories though. We have to take the victories. Oh, and just oh we're celebrating, them. baby. This is happy whiskey, not sad whiskey. <laughs> but so, all right. On to the Detroit Lions. I, I just want to ask you, who is the biggest between these two teams? Who do you have? as the biggest dumpster fire in the MLB right now, the Detroit Tigers or the Seattle Mariners? Oh, Tigers. You think so? Mariners have shown life. Mariners have shown life. They've been good. They they went on a streak a couple months ago. Like, they were towards top of the division. And they have right. these guys coming up. The Tigers are just – Tigers are brutal. The biggest oh. question mark, I couldn't probably name you, but – five people on their entire team it the tigers are in a weird spot right now yeah and, and their division's not even that good they were supposed to be good this year exactly the twins what has happened with the twins man a big question mark <laughs> across the whole mlb for me yeah N- nelson there's, cruz there's a, is still raking though <laughs> i don't understand how this man's about to turn to dust by this point this man's been hitting home runs since i was like 12 years old He's i don't so know nice. where He's so good. He's still I, so good. I want to know him. Well. MLB The Show 21, home run derbies, Nelson Cruz. He's got 101 man, power. I, I played with this man on MLB 2K9 on the Xbox 360, and he's still playing today. Still raking. rakes. <laughs> still raking. I don't understand it. Yeah. But, okay, before, before we transition, I'm going to go back into a little bit of football talk. I want okay. to get your opinion on a few more things before we transition to the whole MLB thing. Let's get it. Um, one big question I'm asking everybody because I know how I say on this. You have Boomer Bust on Sam Donald this Sam Donald this year. Sam Dar- I love Sam Darnold this year. Absolutely love I, him. I love Sam Darnold this year. I don't know why this man Damn is. Got so I, much I thought hate. We, I thought we were poised for a debate. Damn it. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm hundred percent agreement with you right now. I love Sam Darnold this year. Um, the man is 22 years old, if anybody doesn't know that, by the way. He's 22. This dude, He's like 22, 23. This man There's is no... still so young. Look it up. I promise oh, no, you. This I man... know he's young. I know he's young. Let's see. We'll, we'll fact check me real Sam quick. Sam Darnold. I, I'm intrigued. Let's see what Google's got to say. 23. 23, yeah, 23 years, years, old. years old. So you put this man, let's think about it. By 21 years old, you know, most of us young men okay, have no okay. idea Okay, he's still hell. older than me. That's good. I was going to say, <laughs> look at my life right now. <laughs> but look. By the like, so like the realistic side of things, 
Sam Darnold was put at 21 years old into a New York Jets offense that was an absolute dumpster fire. Yeah, we were talking about dumpster have, fires in the MLB, NFL. It's the New York Jets is literally Jets. just dookie, the worst, stinkiest, poopy of all time. They're bad. They were bad in every every sense of the term. And then Sam Darnold's getting all this hate. I'm like, you guys couldn't name or have no one on your entire offense. Your offensive line is probably, like, worse than the league. Defense, not helping whatsoever. Adam and your wide receivers. Plays. Adam, yeah. Like that, Adam that's Gase. the whole thing, actually. Like, you give this 20-year-old guy, Adam. Like, here you go. The offensive, go. offensive guru, Adam Gase. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, but, no, I agree. I love him uh, to Carolina, and I love the move for Carolina as well. Dude. Like, because they have – wow, big boys crack there. They got, we got DJ Moore, got Robbie Anderson, Chris McCaffrey in the backfield, a defense that's surprisingly good. Working his way up. Matt a Rule. Lot of young, a lot of young guys. Yeah, I was very wrong about Matt Rule. Well, I shouldn't say very wrong. Like, he was just one of the hires that I was like, I, I don't know much about this guy. Like, I didn't either. I, I was like, I that, that's no kind idea of who he was. I know it was the coach at Baylor. Like, that was about it. I was like, that okay, was interesting. I didn't think much of it. And all of a sudden, they're winning games they shouldn't win. They lost by two points to the Chiefs. Like, they're, I'm like, they're competitive in games. I, and now all of a sudden, I they have a quarterback this, this coming who season. has some arm talent who can sling it a little bit with some weapons. Like, I mean, I, I dude, like DJ Moore. DJ Moore is an absolutely phenomenal talent at the wide receiver position. Yeah. Oh, Robbie DJ Anderson. Moore, I'm all about him this year in fantasy. Love DJ Robbie, Moore. Robbie Anderson, last year with Teddy Bridgewater as quarterback, he didn't score a lot of touchdowns. But this man, I picked him up, man. I think it was in the – I'd say the seventh or eighth round. And this man was going off. This man had – didn't he have over 1,000 yards receiving last year? I think so, Yeah. I mean, just racking up the yards with Teddy Bridgewater. I just think the ceiling and the floor for the Carolina receivers this year are absolutely ridiculous. I think Sam Darnold's going to come out and just prove a lot of people wrong. And this division, I've said it before, it's a very talented division, but this is this might be the year to really like surprise and do some damage. Yes, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who they're returning everyone. They're going to be a huge threat because they will. They're returning everyone. The Falcons, we've already talked about them some. They're they, they don't know what they want to do. They should just they have no idea. They, they should just shut it all down and rebuild. But they're like, no, no, we're gonna keep our 36 year old quarterback, but we're gonna trade Julio Jones. Like Matt like, Ryan, like, I've never been decision. a believer in him. Oh, I've never right. have. I, I don't mind the Kyle Pitts pick, but that's a pick that's like, okay, that's a win now pick. Because you're like, yes. oh, we have Matt Ryan. When you're not going to have – realistically, you're probably not going to have the number four overall pick next year. You're going to have no. a, a worse pick. So, it's like you got to get a quarterback. And so, they don't know what they're going to do. The Saints are going through a huge change right now. Whether – like I'm Drew sorry, Saints retired. fans. What yeah, you they're going through do? a huge change. So, it's like the Panthers could low-key make a run at this division. I'm telling which is you. crazy to say, but they really could. I'm telling like, you, man, they, they have healthy, a they lot. They could. Matt Rule head into year two. Like that, they have a lot be. of young talent on their defense. They just dra- uh, drafted J.C. Horn, absolutely fantastic talent. Stud. Jeremy Chen had a breakout season. Derek stud. Brown, stud. Um, I can't say his name. The D.N. out of Penn State last year, 
Super hard name to say. I can never remember how to say it. Absolutely phenomenal defense. They have weapons on offense. I think the Panthers are going to surprise people. Yeah, I agree 100%. So we said some dumpster fires, both in the MLB and NFL. I want to kind of transition now into some MLB talk. Let's do it. Man, I want to talk about a dumpster fire that is a low-key and high-key dumpster fire at the same time. And that yep. is the Los Angeles Angels. The Angels, dude, they have the two, Debably the two top two guys in the MLB, Debably with Mike Trout, Shoyo Tani, at least t- two top five guys, Debably top two, and they're like last place in the division or like <laughs> a game ahead of last place. It makes zero sense. You have they Mike Trout, Shoyo Otani, and Shoyo Tani is or at least was at some point. Let's see if he's on my list here. I don't know exactly where he's at. Shoyo Tani has, let's see how many home runs he's got. 15. 15 home runs. So that's tied for second. And Behind Vladdy, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Tied for second. Oh, no. Tied for third, I think. Because, yeah, tied for third. Because one guy got 17, who was a former Cardinal. Not going to whatever. Trade him away for for cash considerations, Adalis Garcia. Oh, yeah, just give some cash for this guy. The cheapest fucking organization in baseball, St. Louis Cardinals. And, like, I – You know, Mo gave me Nolan Arenado, so I I can't be quite as mad. But, man – Or, actually, no, Adalis Garcia is still at 16, so him and Vladdy are tied for first. And then Shoyo Tani's like – So, he's hitting that. He has, like, a two-something ERA as well. So you have right. Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, and you're still terrible. Terrible. That means I, that it's a dumpster fire of an organization, not just a team. They fired their pitching coach today. I'm pretty sure is a notification I got on my phone on the way to the gym is that they fired their uh, pitching coach. Okay, which you, they you, should you go to the gym. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. skeezed, dude. I had to set a slight yeah, yeah. in there. Yeah, so, slight flex. <laughs> All right, gotcha. Anyway, no, I'm trying, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, a, a point I'd like to make is I don't think Shohei Otani needs to be a pitcher, man. I think this dude's bat is so unbelievable and has so much talent. If you put this man to work and just only focused on hitting, what could this man be capable of? This man could probably have like probably have 20 home runs this season already. So, so you'd have, only focused on hitting. So you'd have Mike Trout hitting four something. You'd have Shoyo Tani hitting four to five hundred something, and you'd still be under five hundred in wins. <laughs> they, they, they are they are a description of a team I'd like to stay oddly bad with as much talent as they have. They're like the they're like the Dallas Cowboys. They are just oddly bad all the time. Yeah. So much talent on their team, it's everywhere, but they just they just somehow lose. And it's just the worst because they're West Coast, so they play at like nine ten o'clock every night right. so people can't stay up for that i gotta be up at six man like i have a tough time no one wants to watch that i i not, do. not at that point and especially I, when they're not winning like no it's, and they're not as of recently they're just not they just don't win games they don't they don't really put uh, they just struggle without trout in the lineup man and he's just struggling to stay healthy these past couple of years he's just yeah. had these like little minute injuries man i think it's the calf now but yeah, it, it's hard I see what you're saying, and I get that, but it's hard. He has to do something ERA. I'm just talking, my buddy. (laughs) What's going on? 
He got My a gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So man, it, yeah, and it's it's just tough. He he's got a two something ERA. You can't not have that on the mound when you're the Angels. You know, no, he's but like maybe maybe later in his career they'll transition him to maybe a you know kind of a closer bullpen guy so he can just kind of come in. And man, we're everyone's flexing today. Logan, we're, we're big, we're big gym bros. We're big gym bros yeah, over here. Big gym bros. I I've worked <laughs> out before too. You know, <laughs> I've attacked the weights. Yeah, yeah, all the time. So steez. <laughs> one sec, one sec, Reg. I love it. Oh man, it's a great episode. Ah, oh, th- this would be a perfect time if uh, we had a sponsor, but we're. Unfortunately, not big enough to have sponsors yet. So it, it is what it is. But Logan is back. What's going okay, on? Okay, sorry. Had to, had to, he had to ask me a question. Okay, we're back. We're yeah. back. No, all good. I'm surprised my grandma in all these episodes, my grandma's not come up during a, season, a single episode yet, which is kind of surprising. We've had it's two cute. guest appearances on this side of the podcast today. Yeah, I was going to say, is... who, who would have thought it would have been my side? Because my grandma <laughs> comes in my room every couple hours. It's funny. Uh, it's my brother and <laughs> my nephew. So, yeah, no, that that's funny. I love it. Um, always good to spread the bread. I said uh, while you like had your headphones off, I was like, this would be a great time for a nice sponsor read, but I'm not big enough to have <laughs> any sponsors yet. Damn so. it. So Next I was like, game. one day, I was like, one day, one day. I looked it up. It was like, I looked it up. Cause I was like, you know, I'm still like starting this thing. I'm like, you know, like, let's see. I was like, maybe after a month or two, like I'll be enough to at least like maybe some smaller sponsors, try it out. And people right. were saying, it's like, you need thousands and thousands of views. I'm like, I get like 30 listens an episode. Like, okay. Yeah, that's pretty okay. solid. That's <laughs> it's, not, pretty it's a solid. start. But I was oh, like, yeah, right. no, no one's going to give me money yet (laughs) yet yeah but we're working baby we're working for sure but yeah so let's just get into some mlb talk and some of the guys that i want to talk about try to think of some nice like vladdy absolute stud they're my blue the blue jays are my bandwagon team this year 100 uh i i have to bandwagon dude bo bichette and vladdy that duo right there is just absolutely I, I had my, Love I had those my guys. pullover last game or last uh, episode on. It was fantastic. Loved repping Vladdy, it. Dude, this dude is absolutely, I mean, deleting baseballs. Yeah, and they're it's, gone. And it's at a yeah, crazy a racism. It is just absolutely crazy. This dude came into the season. Everybody's like, question mark. Everybody knew there was probably a point for Vladdy Jr. Like, we're waiting for the breakout. We just don't know when it's going to be. And obviously, everyone knows who his dad was. The dude mashed baseball. So we're like, okay, we just gotta we gotta sit back and wait. And now you see the dude dropped a little bit of weight, got in shape. Yeah, he lost forty pounds for the season, and he's still raking. Because there were people like, oh, so you still gonna have the power? He's still um, a big new, ass flash. Hell yeah, yeah, newsflash. He's leading the league of home runs. He's absolutely just crushing it right now. Love the Blue Jays. Love where they're at. Yeah. Then. I have a future on them as well to win the uh, AL East, but that's going to be tough with the Yankees, tough. the Red Sox, the Rays, and the Blue Jays. They're all they need some bullpen. Right they yeah. need some bullpen help. Well, they, they have Hinjin Ryu, who's been awesome. Rick Thornton has actually like surprised me. He's been pitching. Robbie Ray, baby. Robbie Ray's been a good pickup <laughs> for them. A little lefty in there. And what's the, so, yeah. what's the prospect they just called up? What was his name? Alex Ooh, something. Yeah. How, how do you do today, Manoa? 
Manoa got pushed back. Him and the Yankees got pushed back today. Really? So I, they didn't play today? They did not play today, which was very unfortunate. I was really looking forward to that game. Yeah. Apparently, I, this I'm excited kid to see that as well. Absolute gas is wow. from home. Apparently, this kid is just absolutely ginormous. He's throwing smoke up on the mound, and I was really looking forward to it. I picked him up in fantasy for this week. My, yeah, uh, my tried in my dynasty league, and he was already picked up. But yeah, just look at this: the Blue Jays are above 500, and they're fourth place in their division right now. That's Five nuts. games behind the Rays. They're hot. You have the Rays down there, dude. It, it's gonna be tough. My future the, is gonna be tough. But man, the Rays are the spot. Like for another thing, just for a quick, I know the Rays. They are the spottiest hitting lineup I've ever seen in my entire life. They well, struggle, they struggle, they struggle, and then they smash for like two games, three games. Struggle, well, they struggle, just have struggle, a struggle. million guys. The last three years, the Rays have had like. I don't even know. I don't know if they up the roster sizes for just the Rays, but they have like. They have like 15 guys, like 15 infielders that they play. They're the 15 infielders, I feel like. And then they just bounce around. They just cycle them out. It's like, okay, yeah, you get a few reps here. You get a couple games. All right, now you get a couple games. But like, they're all good. Like, they're all hitting above 250. But it's like, it's like, what? (laughs) It's been that way for like three years now. Exactly. I, they're weird, man. I, the Rays are... I, I do love the Rays. Like I like them a lot, too. It's hard because I like the Rays and I like the Blue Jays. Blue Jays is my bandwagon squad for 2021. But, you know, I, I don't hate the Rays. And seeing Randy Rosarina hit leadoff, it, he's... I can't even talk about it. He's so good and he's so swaggy. Like, he just comes up to start the game and just all decked out and just... His, like, exit velocity has to be insane. <laughs> every single time he makes contact with the ball, because I I bet against the Rays a couple times. Every single time he makes contact, I'm like, shit. It's it's it, he's absolutely deleting baseballs. A Rose yeah. Arena from his postseason uh, last year. I mean, the dude is just absolutely raking. Along with a lot of the Rays, man. I mean, Joey Wendell, he matches baseballs. Awesome. Austin Meadows, when he doesn't strike out, matches yeah. <laughs> baseballs. His strikeout rate, I mean, that's why I was so scared to draft him this year, is yeah. the dude, he mashes, strikes out. And the strikeout rate for me was just a big turnoff. I think he's down in, like, the subpar 200s right now for his average. Yeah. which was. And the only guy that's struggling is Brandon Lowe, who I was huge on heading into this fantasy season because <laughs> he was supposed to be on the race, plays every day, hits, hits the three-hole normally. But, man, he's been – He's lucky to hit 200 as his average. He's struggling. The other but... day, streamed a hitter, streamed Brandon Lau, and it's the day he put up 18 points. Yeah. No, he's I got said... that potential in him. 100%. Oh, 100%. 100%. Oh, my. And he stream... I was like, he has that unbelievable luck of streaming a hitter for one day and then dropped him the next, and he puts up 18 points. And I was like, dude, Lau is – he was too inconsistent for me. Anyway. Yeah. I, um, I I want to take the chance on them. Uh, there, there's a couple more things I want to talk about before we round or before we end the episode. Uh, I guess we can just kind of talk about briefly. Literally today, we're recording this Wednesday night. Today, the Cardinals, it's been a talk for the last couple of years with like pitchers and certain substances. 
So we all see on the hat, if you're on YouTube checking us out, you always see a little circle of something. You see that all the time. That's not rare. I've seen that. I've watched baseball. I'm 23 years old. My I've watched entire life. For 23 years. And you always see that little circle. The up comes, because I guess he hasn't had enough attention on him, not enough spotlight, comes and talks to Gallegos and says he has to switch his hat because he has that circle and he's you know, doing the little thing, you know, got a little pine tar, a little something. MLB just needs to admit that pitchers, they can use a little have something. have been doing this since the game has been introduced. Yeah. Like, just come, come out with, like, something like, this is legal. This is not legal. It's- like, admit that something can be legal because you see that on – I see that every game that I watch. Dude, I mean, these, like- <laughs> these dudes are out here throwing – 100 mile an hour, 90 to 100 mile an hour pitches between 50 and 100 a game. Dude, you get sweaty. You start losing grip on your fingers. It's most likely hot outside. It's, it's just baseball weather. Too. It's a hitter's league, man. I mean, come on now. Yeah. It, How it's, are you? It's stupid. Especially all these, because most time it's like relievers. So it's like, you got to see like, how are they supposed to make a living in the league when everyone's, everyone could be raking going crazy. You saw the juice ball last year, how many home runs were given up. Like they they need something. So just I don't like it. I, I no, think not it's stupid. It, it was so I hate dumb. when people people were like, oh, so it, it helps the pitcher. I'm like, man, a pitcher. <laughs> thank you. That's what I'm saying. It it should. Like, in a sense, I, I don't think they should yeah. have it's not like a crazy, I don't think it's such an advantage where it's breaking the game, especially when it's been known to been used. Since the beginning of it, like people since the beginning yeah, th- this of is the nowhere, game have been yeah. using it. This is it's nowhere not near, new. Yeah, this is nowhere near the steroid era where it's like, okay, these guys are hitting 100 home runs a year. Perfect. Nothing like that. And Perfect. then, yeah, like I think if the MLB just comes out with, okay, this substance is legal, this right. is not. Like come out and say something like admit it's part of it, but they're not going to do that. They're going to be like, this oh, is- no, we're just going to ban this guy for doing it or make him change a hat. And then the next game, we'll see another guy. Oh, no, he's fine. Like it, yeah, he's fine. There's no consistency there. So, little rant there. Yes, it happened to my Cardinals once again, Homer podcast, bias podcast, whatever. But I've thought this way for a long time. So, that's fine. Um, also, we can't end this podcast without talking a little bit about the no hitters. Going with the pitching, dude, there's been so many. It's, it's unbelievable. I, I don't know what to think about it because it's no one that I've expected yet. It never is. It's never it is. the main guys. It's always like three, four guys in the rotation. It's not your, you it's not your Garrett Coles. It's not your Trevor Bowers. It's never not your is. Shane Bieber's. It's what's his name? Spencer Turn- Turnbull. Spencer Turnbull. And Although you got he is Wade, the Tigers ace. He's pretty good. Um, Wade Miley. Yeah. That's a I'm great. like, dude, what is happening? Wade Miley literally came out and said, he goes, if you watch, if anybody watches Trevor Bowers' YouTube video, shout out to you because he puts out really good content. You need to check him out. And he literally talks to him. He goes, I have no idea how I did that. Because in the first three innings, if you, anybody watched that game, there was three infield errors that actually got made up and plays were made. But the luck that in that game that happened, the it just it just sums up the no-hitters of this year. It, it yeah. really does. It, you see what's happening around the league. Yeah, it, it's just a shame because, like, I – and like I've heard this a bunch, so I hate having a similar take as other people. But like, I I feel it a hundred percent because like 
I remember like middle school, like I would hear no hitter. I would drop everything. I'd go, I'd watch like, the last like three innings. Now I get a little notification on my phone. I'm like, oh, no I, hitter. I, I, I was like, I'll, I'll see on Twitter if it actually, <laughs> happens. you know, like I, I have like zero emotion. I'm like, I think I tweet something out with like the uh, school photo meme, like the white kid. That's just, yep. I, I, I was like me watching another no hitter. It's just, yep. It's, I mean, it's like, it's, it's cool because, like, it's super impressive still, but it's, like, there's not as much excitement. Like, we need a perfect game or something. But I mean, it's just like with anything else, man. When it starts happening so often, how excited can you really be? Yeah. Like, it's – When it, it's when like it starts to become a common like, occurrence, yeah, when it – I mean, unless it's your team, then it's kind of cool. But yeah. for everybody else, it's just like, man, Wade Miley's out here throwing no hitters? What? Yeah. No. No, yeah. <laughs> Joe Musgrove, I could see it. Carlos Rodon having an absolute breakout year. Cool. Those type of guys, it, when that stuff yeah. happens, you're like, that's how? The, I always remember, like, it's never, like, your top-tier ace. Like, it's always it's always guys you never expect, and they just have – Those guys, third, fourth, fifth in rotation. I, I love – yeah, and I love betting on the teams that are playing the guy who just threw a no-hitter. So, I love – like, the game after the no-hitter – they never, never play well. I bet the Indians after Spencer Turnbulls, they won. They had like he gave up like three earned runs. Like Wade Miley did the same. It, it's Wade like Miley they absolutely did garbage. Yeah, make the fancy points on that one. So it's like I just love betting the team against. It's not a hundred percent. You know, Carlos Rodon no. has has uh, hurt me a little bit, but Oof. like. You know, like more times than not, it's going to hit though, and it's just kind John of John. Me- what about John Means business? John Means. Oh, I I'm a big John Means day. I always oh, bet the love that man. The, the only time I've lost was I bet Orioles the entire game, and they ended up losing like in the like seventh, eighth, ninth inning. So I just bet Orioles first fives, money. And although that was my first push or my only push on Monday because they were tied after five but whatever it is what it is but yeah we so, love john uh, means we support him uh I, he needs to get out of that poopy organization he will as in baltimore um <laughs> there's word dude there's word every podcast i listen to dude the yankees the yankees are pursuing john means and i just I do not that. want that i just do I, not want that i don't happen. want that either i i see it because the yankees do need more pitching but, but we also know, but I love John Means. I don't want to root for the Yankees. Like, <laughs> we also know organization that needs help within the bullpen area, as in uh, the St. Louis area. So yeah. STL, go for John Means business. He will do well for the organization. Oh, that'd be and... so nice having flair, dude. Sandy Alcantara, we gave him away in the Marcelo Zuna deal. Every five days, every five days, he's. It's just I'm sad. I'm like we, we don't give him and Flaherty like. We don't give prospects long. Look, Adolis Garcia. Look what he's doing. Yeah. And and then you have. I mean, there's just so many. I mean, I love where the team's at right now, but we can't stay healthy. I'm not going to dwell on it because we, we, we can have go no on forever. Depth, but yeah, we, I was going to say we're already at about our hour. I think we're about 50 minutes now. So man, it's but still uh, still top of the division. Got a big win today. Did not get swept by the White Sox. Uh, jo- shout out John Gant for that one. But Logan, thanks for coming on again, man. It's been a good one. Got got a lot of good good talks in there, good topics. It's good Absolutely. to be back. It's always a pleasure to be on the Zach's podcast, baby. Yeah, let's get well everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh hope you enjoyed. 
Please subscribe, follow on social media, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll see you next week. Let's get it.